December the 4th, 2012. This is the iDeveloper Podcast, episode 74. Welcome, Mr. John Fox. Hello, Mr. Scotty. Are you going to be nice to me today? I'm going to be very nice to you today, especially considering I stood you up last week. Oh, I know. I know. You know what? I had to lead the chat room in the in the group composition of a vulgar limerick starring you. Oh, I said, do do we get to hear it or? Um... No, we we shall never speak of it again. There we are. Maybe that's maybe that's best then. Yeah, I just need to apologise to you and everybody else that um I got my time zones, my days, and everything else muddled up, and um I had some reason in my head I thought I could make it the hundred miles to Heathrow Airport, um and back in about seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> be back in time for the show. As you guessed, by the time I realised it was about um, 30 minutes that should have been into the show, I was still sat in the um, drop-off points at Heathrow Airport and uh, suddenly realised it wasn't going to happen. So apologies to everybody. Um, I'm sure you had a great time in the chat room and I'm sure you really enjoyed um, you know, saying nasty things about me. Uh, and uh, there we are. I, I know what you do when I'm not there, and I'm not insecure about it at all, but uh, um, never mind. There we are. John, we have two amazing guests with us today, not to put any pressure on them. We have uh, Chris and we have Amin. Hi, guys. Hi. Okay, um, one at a time. Oh, that, that was so synchro. You, was, guys, yeah. you guys are a team. You really are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I better sort of lead the way and guide them through this, the, the pace of this a little bit. Um, I'm just going to get you guys to tell everybody who you are. So let's start with Chris. Yeah, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm from Germany. Um, currently, I have my office in Lübeck, which is in North Germany. And uh, I have been programming with Objective-C for quite a while now. I've, uh, I'm the developer of Core Data Editor. And um, I'm also a book author together with Armin. And um, at the moment, I'm also writing a book about Core Data. So that's, that's me. And I'm working together with uh, Armin for a couple of years now. Amin, your turn. (laughs) I'm Amin Negemauert. Even if it doesn't sound German, I'm a German uh, sitting in Cologne, Germany. Um, I have two lives. Um, I'm a lawyer on one half of my life and uh, on the other uh, side, I'm developer and book author for Objective-C and Coco. I write a new book, a reference about Objective-C next year. Um, and I work with Christian on some projects um, in the past, uh, core data and some other stuff. Have you ever sued yourself for patent infringement? <laughs> why, why that? <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, well, why not? <laughs> if, you, if you can. <laughs> You're going to win on both sides. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that's that's more fun, something for your uh, the legal department of our company. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, normally we discuss the news at this point, but we've decided there wasn't any, uh, um, or nothing that was really worth talking about. Um, so uh, we have to say hi to the chat room. Hello, chat room. Everybody in there. Uh, decent crowd in there today. Um, and we're going to talk to um, Chris and Amin about Objective Cloud. 
I thought it was Objective C Loud. Objective C Loud? <laughs> I guess it could be Objective C Loud. There we are, which is the new radio sort of show. Objective C Loud. <laughs> Here are those syntax highlighting, pumping across the air. Oh, no, let's shut up and get on with it. Okay. All right. So before myself and John totally ruin your careers... Um, <laughs> I tell you, uh, one of you tell us, you know, let, let's do a brief introduction. Um, what is objective uh, objective uh, cloud or objective C in the cloud or whatever we're going to call it? You tell us what we're going to call it as well. Well, uh, let's just call it objective cloud. And uh, the basic idea is uh, that uh, we try to bring objective C to the cloud so that you can. Uh, the, it's a pretty simple idea, and uh, we are not the first one um, who had uh, this idea. Um, we simply want that you can run your Objective-C code uh, in the cloud and access it via HTTP somehow. And uh, that's what we are trying to do with uh, Objective Cloud. So I'm going to ask you the first question. Why the heck would I want to do this? I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, we both had... Oh, had oh, I see. Hand it straight over to the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both had in the path uh, the need for doing so. We both had an app, um, independently, an app um, which would be fine to centralize in, um, in the web. Um, Christian did um, Store News. I think it's, it's, it's called Store News, um, an app that scans um, the prices of um, the apps uh, in the App Store. And of course, you can do it on, on every client, but this sounds silly because every client would do the same. And I had the same with, uh, I'm a big soccer fan, um, with soccer rankings. And so we both thought, um, oh, it would be fine if I, can, um, if I can have a web service scanning this and then um, publishing it via REST or whatever, or whatever you want. Um, but to do this, you need a server, you need any other programming language, and so on. And there was no easy way to say, okay, I have two, three simple methods, and I want them to run in, in the web. Nobody did it. And some weeks ago, uh, when we talked together, we had this idea again, uh, when we recognized that the other one had the same problem. And so, okay, let's, let's do it. We do it. Yes, and uh, well, another thing uh, that's uh, that's pretty uh, awesome about Objective C is uh, not only the language itself, but the, all the frameworks around Objective C. I mean, Apple has built some amazing frameworks technologies uh, that you can only use on your local machine. Why not uh, simply use it also in the cloud? You know, core image for face recognition. Um, uh, Core audio and core video for uh, audio and video uh, editing. So, um, you know, there are endless possibilities if you have Objective C in the cloud. And yes. Uh, okay. So, so who do you see? Who do you see sort of using this? I mean, uh, is this for very specific things? You, you, you've said, oh, you've just sat down, and obviously this is something you're doing for yourself. But, you know. Did you do you have a target market in mind for this, or or, or is this? Do you think everybody's going to use it? Who who do you think is going to use this stuff? Question, you first. Oh yeah. So we think that um, you know every app developer who has the need for a um, web service for his own application, maybe an iOS application or an OS X application, um, you are welcome. You can, you can uh, do this with Objective Cloud uh, for small things, but um, if you want, you can also um, run larger things on Objective Cloud. 
and we will try to scale it up for you uh, as um, demand uh, requires us to do so. And we think there are hundreds of thousands of small developers who, and we are pretty sure that uh, some of them have the need for a, a web service. And what we also thought about is um, the a point of reselling your web services. Imagine you are writing um, a web service that can uh, trans uh, can um, work with images with core uh, core image, and you know you get an input image. You apply a filter, and uh, you get an output image. You could also sell it your web service to third parties, for example. So these are the two scenarios uh, we are thinking about at the moment. Yeah, Armin, do we have anything to add? Yes. I think um, a third point is what, what uh, Christian said is a homogene um, context. That means that um, the server, of course, is programmed in Objective-C and the client is too. Um, but, of course, maybe um, you want to use something of Coco on your website. Um, or in your C-sharp uh, software. You cannot do this, of course, but you can um, push an object in, um, a web service uh, programmed in Objective-C to our cloud, and then you can use it um, through JSON, quite normal, and so you have uh, a part um, of the world, Objective-C, Coco, in your application, which can run everywhere. Okay, so let me make sure I understand this just so we're talking about the same thing. Effectively, Objective Cloud is a way of creating the end result is a, is a restful web service. Um, and the difference is the back end of that web service, the implementation of that web service is in Objective C as opposed to, um, you know, I, iOS developers are having to go away and learn Ruby or PHP or any of that stuff. They can, they can produce a restful web service in the language that they are already familiar with. Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay, so um, yeah, where are you hosting this stuff? Yeah, what what type of platform are you? It's obviously a platform you're building here first of all. Um, so we'll get into some of the implementation details and the way you want to use it in the in the moment. But um, you know, sort of, how are you guys running this stuff? So. Um at first, we thought about uh, hosting everything on Linux because Objective-C is also available on Linux. But then uh, most of the frameworks are not available on Linux. So we decided to actually host Objective Cloud on real Macs running OS 10 server. And um, so, uh, but also uh, in, in the, in the you know, it's an implementation detail, but we are also using uh, Linux and uh, uh, a programming language called Java, <laughs> and uh, so, but you don't have to know anything about this. Uh, you are just writing an Objective uh, C, and it's all running in Germany at the moment. Um, uh, in fact, it's uh, the the hosting company is uh, a mile away from me. Um, uh, yeah, but it's all running on OS 10, and you can be sure that everything that you can do locally on your machine, you can also do in Objective Cloud. Yeah, that's important. Uh, since there's macOS 10, um, you can really copy your code from your local app to the server app. There's no difference. You get the newest Objective-C, the newest Coco. So, I mean, we're talking non-UI Coco, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what 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 SDKs will people be working against? I mean, is it Lion? Is it Mountain Lion? You know, what sort of, you know, whereabouts is it going to? Are you up to on this? 
Well, it's uh, we are uh, testing on mountain lion, and uh, we try uh, or we, we try to always keep it uh, on the latest uh, version of OS 10. Uh, so we are at the moment we are um, using only the latest and greatest APIs ourselves. So we are uh, we could easily um, if there's a, uh, a Snowcat ten ten point nine something Cat like that. Cat, <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> uh, then we will migrate to this, and uh, so you, you would have to follow us uh, follow suit. And uh, and you 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 can use almost any framework that's uh, that has no UI. So core image, core core audio, um, core location. Oh no, core location you cannot use because it needs a UI. Um, yeah. So any well-designed framework that separates itself out from the UI, you can use. Yes. You can also use your own frameworks if you if you want to. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll get we'll get a little bit more into how people will use this in, in that in a minute. But um, you know, I guess uh, yeah, I need a little bit of reassurance before I go any further. Um, you know, if you guys had said, okay, we're hosting on Amazon or we're hosting on Heroku and we've done all this magic stuff, I'd be saying, great, but, you know, you, you've just said you're hosting this yourself. So, you know, how are you? going to scale this if suddenly you know 15,000 developers all want to hit you with their mega number one selling app you know is, is if you have an infrastructure there which you're planning on or is you know there was this a mac mini under the bed type of thing at your friend's house <laughs> uh, uh, no i put my uh, me on it <laughs> um we are hosting the mac minis in a uh, small data center in in lubeck and uh, we made an agreement with this hosting company uh, so that we can um, pretty fast um, create new instances of our server. And our server application is just a regular uh, core foundation application. And um, so we can deploy, uh, we can create new instances pretty fast. And um, the instances um, they do everything automatically and uh, we have a load balancer in front of everything that will uh, tr that is trying to balance the load <laughs> and that's a good job for a load balancer yeah 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 uh, and uh, we are pretty confident that uh, this uh, is will go pretty smooth. I mean, I, I, for myself, I worked for the last couple of years uh, also in a um, Java shop, uh, which developed the big enterprise applications, and I, I, I learned quite a bit about scaling there. Okay, and I'm assuming because this is REST um, and, and it's uh, you know web services that the the back end is is totally stateless. In which case, you know, st stateless tends to be um, you know, not too heavy on servers because it's often the, the maintenance of state that takes the effort, not 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 the actual running of stuff. Yeah, sure. sure. So the first thing that we will uh, come out with uh, are actually stateless services that you can write. Um, and um, as you said, everything that has no state can pretty much scale up uh, in a trivial way. So, uh, and later on, uh, you will also be able to have session services and even storage and uh, that's what we are uh, researching at the moment and half of a day we um, we develop um, the actual uh, software and half of the day we talk and we keep that all, always in the mind um, how can i migrate such a running application to a different uh, machine um, 
this is our really major point for developing. Um, we don't like the, the, the term REST um, in, um, to our service that much because it's more than um, simply having data, putting and getting it, um, but it's really running, sending messages, Objective-C messages to it and get responses of it. Um, so we have a, a bigger problem and to migrate this from one machine uh, to another, but I think we will we will um, solve this. We, it works. Okay, I, I'm going to move on in a moment, John, to looking at the developer workflow and anything. But before we do that, you got any questions? So, but the, the storage thing. So you have this 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 colo this 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 facility, and it's connected. We'll assume to a nice big fiber optic cable somewhere to the rest of the world. But then, so, you know, you have the advantage of being able to use these juicy AV foundation-like, you know, stuff. But if you're going to work on large video files, you guys don't have storage now or that's coming online or how does that work? I mean, would you, how do you maintain the, how do you make the whole thing work if you're saying you can do some of these things that you can't easily do on, on, on other backend services, particularly things related to media, but in order to work with it, you've got to store your files somewhere else and then move them across the internet to be operated and then move the results back. Yeah. So actually, uh, we are researching two different in two different directions at the moment. Uh, Armin and uh, myself, we have um, very uh, much experience with core data. We have uh, implemented uh, an uh, NS incremental store. We we think of ourselves as we know pretty, core data pretty pretty well. So uh, one thing is to simply have a, some kind of distributed core data. And uh, actually, we have something like that uh, already implemented, and we are testing it at the moment. And uh, the other kind of direction is that we are trying to figure out is to use uh, something like CouchDB uh, as a backend that you can then uh, put your stuff into. Mm. So, um, um, we, we, I mean, I think we, we don't have finalized uh, the storage uh, yet, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, we are s still um, uh, trying to figure out what's, uh, what's, uh, what the storage may, may look like. But it will be either core data in a distributed fashion. I mean, we already have distributed core data. I mean, it's iCloud is working uh, simply by having a folder and you put your transaction logs in there and then everything is syncing. You know, that's... No, no. No, but I, I was talking more about you know media files, for example. I mean, it's like say because I listen to this thing, I think, okay, well, you know, I, I, I buy the argument of of I'm familiar with Objective C, and I would just as soon not have to to learn Python or, or Ruby to be able to to program a backend. So that's all nice and wonderful. But then part of the other thing you're saying is that there's more to the whole Cocoa stack than than this kind of you know data and foundation related stuff there's core there's core image there's core audio there's av foundation right so you know i guess at the worst comes the worst presumably when you are running your program you have access for instance to the local file system the temp director so if you absolutely had to let's say you were image processing something on Flickr, i guess you could get the file using you know using http request process it and then put it back somewhere else right I mean, because if if you use services like Heroku, for example, they give you very very limited uh, storage space that, that you know for your your working directory, and if you want to do anything else, they say you know 
provision, you know, uh, some S3 storage and run your own worker program somewhere else. We don't want to get in, involved with it. But this, we're getting, I assume, access to some type of of, of actual, you know, machine with so with right. So, so you can uh, write to the file system, but uh, it'll be a temporary thing. Right. Uh, so uh, you can, for example, if you need to write to, to the file system because maybe an API that you are using requires you to do so or because uh, you want to cache something, um, persist something for a temporary, for, for a short, short period of time and um, to, to free up memory, for example, uh, then you can do so, but it's only temporary. Sure. And, Uh, if you if you want to persist it uh, uh, permanently, you have to use uh, the storage module, and then you uh, save save it to the permanent storage, and it'll be distributed um, to the nodes. Okay. It does, uh, did this answer your question, or? <laughs> But yeah, it does. So, but I mean, so part of what you're getting, and, and and I'm sorry if I'm jumping around or jumping ahead too much. But you know, part of your offering is that you can say you can run your Objective C programs, and you have uh, uh, to to um, you know uh, have permanent storage for files that you want to host there and, and serve out. Or you're saying that you know if you, there's you can only write to temp for the for for running some some code. Some 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 operation, and then when you're done, you have to kind of put it somewhere else for permanent storage. And are you guys going to have storage eventually, or you're just going to say if you want storage on the internet, go talk to Amazon? No, no, we will offer storage. Uh, that's okay. uh, that's absolutely clear. Uh, okay. We are only uh, investigating in two totally different directions uh, regarding storage, but uh, everything will come from uh, from Objective Cloud. And, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about your roadmap going forward. So, um, and, and let's remind everybody. Um, well, let's not remind them because I haven't told them that at the moment, um, you're not even in uh, a public beta. Um, I'm hoping you're not even in private beta because I asked to be on it and you haven't let me be on it yet. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, or it's you know uh, not at the level where lots of people are involved yet. So we're talking about a technology that's not been released yet. So we're sort of doing some pre-announcements here, really, and and, and hopefully from that. You guys will get some feedback as well, yeah. and uh, so. But uh, it seems to me that we're looking at um, you know the first release of Objective Cloud is going to be all about really producing a remote API that you've written in Objective C as opposed to producing a fully fledged backend application. Yeah, uh, uh, the the first thing that we will uh, we will do is to um, release a local test server that you can download for free without uh, registering, uh, making an account. And then you can uh, run a scaled down uh, and simplified version of Objective Cloud on your local machine. And you can uh, test uh, everything uh, uh, locally and um, use curl or some other form of uh, HTTP requests and see um, and make sure that everything works. And I mean, I, do you have the dates uh, when we would want to come out with the local test server? This is running on my machine. It's just a little bit beautifying this week. Yeah. So this this week we will, uh, I think uh, the, the 15th of December uh, is the official date that we are aiming for. Um, yeah. Uh, then you will be able to download the test server. And I mean, um, Um, can you tell tell me a little bit more about the test server? 
Yeah, it's um, what you get is um, you get a project. You download a project, and in this project, um, you will have um, included an employer application. You, of course, first of all, of course, um, your your service uh, where you place your code. Um, you simply type it in. It's, it's quite normal. Um, it's a subclass of um, a delivered class, and then you have a deployer in it, which um, push this this code when you when you type run it's quite normal as you know it in xcode um, to a local um, server and this uh, server is included too it's a minimized version of our server uh, in the cloud um, for example there's no security inside and so on and then you um, when the deployer pushes against um, into uh, the local server, the server started, and then you can go to your terminal and type in curls to test it and so you have to the real feeling you will have at the end when it's on, on the cloud it really works the same way. The API to you is the same way to, to your service. So you can test it. Um, you could probably um, uh, copy that software to your web server and then you can use it. Um, but and since it has no security um, uh, checks and so on, you won't do that. But that uh, has the question has come up in the chat room that... Um you know, this, I mean, this is jumping around all over the place, but we're answering questions as we get them. Um, you know, do you have a, a, a anywhere on your roadmap the plan to allow people to license this in some way and run it on their own servers so they don't have to to host? Or is this? Uh... No, well, everyone asks this question. No, but nobody nobody seems to trust you guys, do they? <laughs> hey, if, if somebody wants to be a shareholder, he, he's invited. <laughs> there we are. If you invest in the company, you can have your own server. There you are, Simon. <laughs> I mean, the point the point is, I mean, we ask that question now, and people do, and that's a little bit of an old mindset, because actually most of us are, um, you know, we're, we're shoving our server work out to um, Heroku or Amazon Web Services or, or um, other sort of providers. I mean, I'm in the process now of trying to get everything off my server and go to third-party providers, because I'm just realizing... Why am I wasting my time when other people can run this better than me? Um, so uh, yeah, that's um, we'll tell these people stop living in the past. <laughs> there we are. Um, we think about this, of course, because um, it's, it's really that way that um, other um, people ask that. Uh, we're thinking about, but it's not our primary um, our primary uh, business model. Um, next year we'll maybe begin talks about this. Selling, selling our server software. But yeah, the, the main objective is to uh, that that we host this for you, so that you can uh, go to sleep at night uh, without worrying about your servers. For for us, it, it probably would be easier to sell the server app. I don't know, Armin. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave you guys well, to speak so, that offline. Let's, um, so I, I, I'm curious. But I, I can. I think in why people are, are are asking this question is that that it sounds really wonderful, and, and, and I'd be the first to, to 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 give it a try. If you'll, if even after all this, you'll you'll still let me try it. Um, but you know, then people say, okay, 
now my, my app is really successful. And it's true that Lubeck is, is it's near Hamburg. And I don't know whether Hamburg is the port of entry for, for XServe or, you know, Mac minis in, in, in Germany or not. But what happens if, you know, you run out of machines? Are you going to go knocking on people's doors, repossessing their Mac minis or, or start, you know, building up a, a cluster of, of iPod touches or, or these are the things I think people are on people's minds, how, how you guys are going to be able to scale this. Well, actually, we we uh, won't use iPod Touches. We will use iPod Nanos. Ah, and, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, uh, so there's uh, one reason uh, that we uh, will begin in Lübeck, uh, Germany, is uh, f first we we know Germany, we know the law. Uh, some people, for example, raised uh, legal um, legal questions. Can you use uh, the frameworks uh, from uh, Apple in the cloud without licen licensing them? And Armin is a lawyer, an attorney, uh, and uh, in, in Germany. And so um, that, that's one reason. The the, the other reason, uh, the, the other point is that. Um, Of course, uh, we we won't stay in Germany forever. So uh, we will, uh, of course, uh, try to uh, find um, other hoster, uh, hoster uh, hosting companies that are willing to host Mac Minis or some other type of machine that runs OS 10 server. So uh, we won't run out of machines. <laughs> oh, I can, now I can get back to sleep. And, and, okay. and um, um, if we have a chapter 11, um, we will um, make it um, open source. That's also on the FAQ. Uh, oh. the, the, the last uh, question is uh, what will happen if, if you guys uh, go out of business? Uh, then we will uh, put everything on GitHub so that you don't, uh, so that you can at least uh, continue running it yourself. So. So there are, Simon. All you need to do is put them out of business and you can run it on your own server. Right, okay. <laughs> let's, um, let's, 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 let's take a step back from the sort of infrastructure and the business arguments and, and, and uh, the deployment stuff and maybe look at the workflow. Uh, a little bit of uh, of how guys are going to use this. So here I am. I, I, you've sold me on the idea. Um, you know, I'm going to try this out. You know, um, obviously you've already given us a little bit that I'm going to download a test server and, and try some things. But uh, you know, just um, you know, how am I going to structure my um, API? What what am I going to have to do? What am I going to have to write? Is it frameworks? Is it is it little applications? Just talk me through it. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, it's completely encapsulated. Um, you get um, you get a project, and in this project, there's um, one file, and um, there's a command: put your code here, and you simply write down your, um, the code there, and it's automatically recognized that it's there. And then, when you send the JSON, um, this method you wrote will be executed. So it's really uh, I'm for testing. I um, wrote some um, some services. Um, it's really what you would do in um, locally in, in Xcode. There's no difference. Um, it's because it's possible because of um, the dynamic late binding uh, nature of Objective C. I could paste an um, example to Skype, but uh, your uh, uh, listeners wouldn't see it. Um, it's really. If, if you want to paste natural. it in there, I can put it into the show notes and I can put it into the chat room. So there. this is a kind of, 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 of service, some method I simply typed in to test it. <clears throat> and you write it quite normal. For example, then you have a curl and that looks like this. 
Okay. Right, those will be in the show notes if you're listening on the feeds. Um, I'm just posting them in the chat room, although they're not coming through very well. Um, but uh, they'll, they'll be in the show notes. Okay, so um, really it's very simple then. You're, just, you're basically just hosting uh, routines inside an Xcode project um, as far as developing it is concerned. Yeah, um, yeah, and the examples on our uh, uh, website are a little bit outdated because um, we tr initially we thought your methods have uh, an input, which is an NS dictionary, and an output, which is also an NS dictionary. And we improved on that uh, in a way that you can simply have multiple uh, arguments and uh, not only NS dictionary type arguments, but uh, every JSON uh, type of uh, class uh, you can simply pass pa pass it, and we will figure it out by examining uh, by uh, examining the method at runtime and figuring everything out. And uh, you can even um, return a, a NS array or an NS dictionary or it's just an NS string. Uh, we will then do the right thing. So, and um, let, let's maybe step a, a bit back. And um, the first thing that you can do uh, is to download the test server. And uh, if then you are going to develop and test your uh, your cloud application, and if you are confident enough that you really want to, to um, put this in the cloud, then you will um, be able to make an account, and we will uh, create a Git repository for you. And then you simply push this uh, pull this repository, put your stuff in, push it back to us. Uh, we will uh, execute your, uh, your unit tests, we will compile your code, and deploy it on our servers. And uh, that's the, the basic workflow. I, I mean, some of you may be familiar with this work workflow, with this Git-based workflow, and we think it's pretty, pretty nice. Indeed. That's why. It looked like Heroku all of a sudden supports Objective-C. That was my yeah. first impression. Yeah, uh, we 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 really tried uh, to not impersonate Heroku, uh, but to um, learn uh, from what they did. So the Git thing, uh, the unit test execution thing, um, the um, yeah, uh, and these services that you um, see, um, these are all uh, static uh, class methods. Uh, so this, you see that they have no real state. You, I mean, you can make a global variable or something like that. But uh, the, these methods, these simple services uh, that you can write in the beginning are really class methods. Uh, you and uh, we uh, execute this code for you. And um, at a later stage, we, we don't want to prom promise. Um, um, we don't want to overstep our bounds and promise things that we cannot uh, fulfill. But uh, this is what we will start with, simple services uh, and uh, session services and storage will come at a later stage. Oh, come on. Let's go ahead and promise some future things. So I think it's okay. You guys already commit that you have uh, MoneyWell 3 as a, as a service running on, 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 on your offering. <laughs> 
I mean, can we disclose this information? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I did not really understand the question, so we have decide, decided. <laughs> no, that, that's the lawyer speaking again. Okay, right. Before we move on, it's time to uh, it's time to just uh, talk about our sponsor just briefly because uh, they help us make this show possible. So um, we'll let these guys just take a quick break and think about how they can answer that last question. Um, our sponsor this week again, Invasive Code. Uh, Invasive code, invasive code, invasive code. Everybody loves invasive code. And yeah. I mean everybody. Everybody loves invasive code. These guys provide iOS training. Um, they had their iOS 6 course ready, you know, smack bang. You could be trained on it the sort of day it became you were allowed to do it. Um, it's an intensive uh, five-day training course they run, seven hours every day, plus a couple of hours in the labs at night. That's over you know, over five days. You get all the training material, books, you know, with the exercises and the theory in it. Um, you get your lunch. Um, and the training includes three months of remote support to any project you work on after the training, which I think is, is, is great that, you know, you go away and you're suddenly not on your own. The trainers will just, you know, give you some email support and help you keep going. And again, the great thing about this company, as I say every single time they sponsor us, is they make sure there is no more than 10 people in a course so that you get good time with the instructor. And of course, that means in the labs as well, that you know, when the instructor's still hanging around in the evenings, um, you know, you're, you're likely to get a lot of good one-to-one -one time helping on those projects. So that's Invasive Code. Uh, the next training course they've got advertised on their website at the moment is uh, February the 4th, um, and that's in sunny San Francisco, or foggy San Francisco, or rainy San Francisco, therefore we've made no promises. Uh, it costs $2,600, but if you send them an email saying everybody loves Invasive Code, you'll get $200 bucks off when you book. So that's uh, training.invasivecode.com. We thank the guys at Invasive Code for supporting the podcast as Ever, please go take a look at their websites, um, tweet about them, do something just to let them know that you love them because they keep us on the air. Jeppy man, I love you. Now, now we're getting a bit personal, John. Okay, right. <laughs> it's all right. Right, so where were we um, before we went and did that? Uh, I, I mean, so really, it's I can see this thing growing as it goes forward. And um, okay, let, let's talk about the roadmap. So, release one, we're talking about providing a simple online API for Objective-C to call into and um, for um, uh, you know, and, and to run Objective-C code on the server. But, yeah, but, but you know, we've already spoken a little bit about eventually storage. You know, what is your long-term goal? Are you looking to be you know, a real alternative to using Rails on Heroku um, or, or and that type of thing? Is, is that the end goal for you or do you think it's never going to be that far or you just want to keep it nice and simple as a way of providing some utilities for people? Well, um, um, we, at, in the beginning, we really tried to be simple, small, and efficient. Uh, and um, but uh, and we don't want to replace Heroku uh, because they are doing a great job with uh, Ruby, uh, and we are uh, aiming for Objective C. So. Um, Uh, in the long term, we, we, we don't have anything uh, against uh, uh, new customers, of course. Um, uh, and um, I think with, with storage and stateless services and uh, background services, um, this is a really nice package uh, that you can use to solve um, a wide range of problem, problems. So... 
it, it may be uh, not the next Heroku or uh, even as big as that, uh, but we really try to to grow it as time goes on. Yeah, I mean, we we both are peop uh, people who love long-term things, and um, yeah. And the just to make it clear, the the test server I mean was talking about, uh, we will release it on the 15th of December. And the everyone who registered for the private uh, beta uh, will get access on the 31th of January. Um, so you have um, about uh, one and a half month time to to work with the local test server, and then you can can push uh, your your things to us and um, uh, see how it goes. And the the first and second quarters uh, will be all about storage sessions. Uh, and, and sessions, and we, we plan to launch uh, publicly on the third quarter. So, so storage and sessions, um, I just heard sort of, you know, the sessions bit you know, said there, that's, I mean, that's where you stop, you know, these things, that's where you start getting real problems, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's, you've, you've created an infrastructure, and I think that's great for running this stuff stateless, but as soon as you begin to do anything about that storage and that state, that, you know, that's a, that's a huge um, step up uh, in, in this type of implementation. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sort of, sort of try and uh, sort of prize behind the scenes a little bit here is, realistically, is all this first stuff sort of ready to go and you're just sort of trying to delay a bit so you've got a bit further on the other stuff because, you know, how far are you forward in implementing this other stuff? I know you've said you're looking at two totally different things as far as data is concerned, but what about, you know, sessions and stuff? Because, you know, am I going to come onto this service on the 31st of January when it's in beta? Yeah, we'll spend a couple of months in beta and then it's there and then I'm going to wait two years for sessions because it's a huge problem or yeah, and I know you don't want to give us times but yeah just just help me out here to sort of get some understanding of where you guys are at in this or what you want us to know about it I mean because you just told us it's coming eventually you haven't given any dates so you know I'm now going to start hassling you okay. to say how when what okay um, I think um, sessions are conceptually uh, conceptually done I think um, I, I'm a, Christian is always uh, waiting, and, and I'm a little bit more. Um, I, I, I see less problems. <laughs> okay, um, the concept of, of our sessions is done, and it's we thought about it uh, many many times, and I think um, that will uh, will work. I mean, the, the implementation is done. The, the, what's not done is the user facing stuff. Uh, um, you know. Uh, we have to automatically create a Git repository for you. You will have to uh, somehow give us your public key. Uh, these things are not done. The the uh, the other stuff is done. I mean, we are testing. We are already testing these these services we are talking about. Um, what we are not, what we have not done yet, is uh, the storage part. But uh, we are uh, we are in a state where we can test our uh, our theories. Uh, and see in which direction we want to take uh, the whole project uh, storage-wise. But uh, I mean, didn't I give you just uh, give you dates, uh, exact dates? I mean, uh, 31 January, uh, private beta uh, with uh, services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've given you've yes, yeah, you gave us the dates for the um, private beta for services. So that's, it. that's it. So once you've given us that, we're after blood. We're after more. We're after yeah. When's the next stuff coming? Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to know. 
I want to know when you're going to buy Steve Jobs' yacht and give us all a ride around on it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next milestone would be uh, uh, between the first and second quarter of 2013, which will uh, uh, be all about storage and uh, sessions. Uh, so that's a fairly aggressive, a fairly aggressive implementation path you have going there. Yeah, I mean, uh, when we put up the website, we uh, have already been working on this for quite a while. So uh, <laughs> uh, we are pretty confident uh, to to make this happen. Yes, and we don't want to screw up. <laughs> no, no. I mean, because you, you you know what's going to happen here, don't you? Because day one is is as many people as you allow on are going to come on this service and they're going to start hitting it and they're going to try implementing some crazy code and you're going to spend you know the next three weeks trying to get your servers running again (laughs) (laughs) that's a beta (laughs) (laughs) you see um, some years ago there's an um um, there's a speaker it's in german um on macoon I um, did and implemented an effective um, programming um, AOP framework for Objective C, which works with the runtime. And I learned how to how to see what programs do at runtime. So when somebody really does strange stuff, we probably will see that. So tell me a little bit about your backgrounds. Um, I mean, you said you're a lawyer and you've said you've done some other stuff. You know, have you done anything like this before or is this really new territory for you? No, programming I, I did for years. I, I was a first, <clears throat> I was software and hardware developer. And then I decided um, to study laws. And it's like a drug programming, you know. And so I get never rid of. <laughs> and uh, I mean... Uh, you, you've been programming for how many years now? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yes. It's it's more than twenty years. <laughs> yeah, old guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, uh, I, I'm programming for uh, not twenty years, but maybe fifteen years now. Um, and I've uh, worked in the past. I've worked for a company that uh, is doing enterprise software. So. Um, uh, we, I mean, we are also in, we are not uh, only using uh, Objective C on the server side. We are actually we are using also uh, Java, and we are using um, uh, rock solid uh, server side uh, enterprise software that uh, has proven itself. Actually, we are using uh, the same uh, HTTP server uh, that Google is using for App Engine. And uh, so we, we we know that these uh, things scale. Uh, the only thing is that we have to somehow integrate it with Objective C, and uh, that's already done. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good news, John. You got anything else you want to ask? I, I will. I will give voice to Funky Boy, who wants to know whose salary has traditionally been higher, that of the lawyer or that of the developer. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we're giving you such a hard time. I do apologize. We only do that for people we actually like and respect. So the fact that we're taunting you like this means yeah, that we love people, people in the IT don't like lawyers, but I can say lawyers don't like people in the IT. It's the same. Um, so when, you go, when you go to a, to a lawyer TV uh, in a webcast podcast, 
um, you will have the same. It, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, I think the third party in this in this bundle is uh, managers. Um, <laughs> it's you, you, even it's really strange when I say it, but um, the sciences of laws and the science of information technology are similar. It's because um, simply human thinking is similar. Mm. Yeah. And so it's, it's not that big a difference, but many prejudices. I mean, I mean, you are. Uh, I mean, I know you for quite a while now, and I know that you are not a lawyer for uh, for something evil. I mean, you you are a lawyer for what is it called? Uh, um, copyright stuff media and yeah. media stuff. If if someone is downloading uh, porn pornography illegally or, or movies, you are the 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 one they are going to. And you, uh, I mean, uh, be, being a developer helps you to to understand the the issues they they, they face. And I mean, I know, uh, I mean, personally, and I can uh, can assure you that uh, he is uh, not the kind of lawyer that you maybe think of right now. <laughs> no, we, we don't dislike lawyers. We, we know there are some very nice lawyers. Where do you get the idea from we dislike lawyers? We we just want to know who earned the most money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, there we are. I have to ask my tax consultant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we're talking about people we don't like at all. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. I think before this actually um, falls down into some complete chaos. Okay. Um, Amy and Christian, is there anything else that you would like to tell us? Because we've not asked you. Know, we've might have asked totally stupid questions, um, and and they'd be thinking, oh, if they'd only asked this, then we you know, we could tell them something great. So this is your opportunity. This is open floor. You tell us whatever you want to tell us. In fact, wait before you do that. Before you do that, I did notice another question that we had. Speed. How, how does how are you expecting this to compare with something like Node.js or Rails, Java, Django, any of those things? I mean, because it's Objective C, um, should we be expecting more or less the same? What are your plans? What are your thoughts? What are your tests so far? Yeah. 0.01 milliseconds, right? <laughs> no, no, no. 0.001 milliseconds. Oh, zero, uh, one um, <laughs> It's you have um, you have to. Um, um, there's a difference between the execution of the program itself. I think um, this is no problem with Objective C, especially the newest the newest implementation. This is fast um, enough. Then, you, um, of course, when when you have a request, it goes through many many layers of our software, and we know that we have um, that we can improve this because um, till now it's. Like it's programmed like Donald Knuth uh, would say, yeah. And there's no optimization in our in our code. We have to do this for sure. Yeah, but I think um, uh, the uh, the speed you get uh, when running on the cloud is um, more or less the same that you get when you you run this locally uh, on your own machine because we are actually. Uh, Uh, at the moment, we have, uh, our test uh, servers are running with SSDs uh, with uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM. And th these are the latest Mac minis yeah, with, uh, uh, with uh, everything built in with SSD. And so we think that uh, th this is a pretty nice machine to do stuff on. Uh, 
I mean, let's be let's be real here. I mean, because you're not doing storage right now, storage is always is is slow. Um, yep. Often, often we're in in the internet stuff. But because you're not doing storage right now, and you know, a Mac Mini, a, a, a new fully loaded Mac Mini with SSDs in, is a serious server machine. You know, by comparison to anything you could have got online just 12 months ago, 18 months ago. So, I mean, we say Mac Minis, and we might be thinking, oh, they're Mac Mini, but yeah, you know, these are serious boxes these days. Yeah, yep. yeah, the, the, that's true. I was really surprised. I mean, I'm using a, a MacBook Pro latest generation, and uh, the Mac Mini <laughs> that we are using is is uh, also pretty damn fast. Yeah, and um, uh, I, I don't see a speed problem. We are doing no storage at the moment, but uh, I really don't see a speed problem. And even, I mean, we are beginning to make it clear. We are beginning with easy, uh, stateless things in the beginning. Uh, but imagine what you can do with it. I mean, core, core image. Uh, uh, you can do calculations. You can do. do uh, you can use. You can do crazy stuff with core, core uh, video. And um, I mean, there, there's endless possibilities. I mean, there's a company out there uh, that is. Um, uh, that is selling their own web service, and what you can do is you can send them uh, pictures, and you can do um, transformations and filters uh, on them, and you get back the transformed resulting image, the output image, and you can, for example, convert audio to video files uh, with their web services. And I mean, they have a serious customer base, a big customer base, and. Uh, as far as I know, they are for, for this media stuff. They are using uh, FFmpeg, uh, and uh, I, I've used FFmpeg myself, and uh, it's a pretty, pretty uh, dirty thing. And now imagine yourself: you you yeah. uh, you sit down, sit down on Xcode, uh, launch it, uh, link against QuickTime or uh, um, uh, Core Audio, and then you you are doing basically uh, you 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 can write what they did uh, in a day or two. And uh, and they live from it. I mean, there are I think three or four people now, uh, and they're making good money. So, yeah. There we are. Everybody can make good money by using this service. That's the promise. I smell destruction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going. for the web. I'm going to um. Yeah. I'm going to um. Take it back to you now, guys, and uh, and just uh, uh, say, is there anything else before we just close this down? Is there anything else you want to just uh, share with us about this? Well, uh, we would love to hear um, something from you, uh, listeners. Uh, in fact, I'll stay in the chat for quite a while now. Uh, I have nothing to do at the moment. Um, so Because this is all finished and you're just sat on it waiting to release of, it. Of course, that's how it is. I mean, <laughs> so uh, Armin is going to get the beer and I'm going to get the questions. <laughs> and no, the beer I'll... will inform the answers. <laughs> um, I want to say uh, thank you to you, um, of course, for giving us um, um, the time and the platform. Hey, this is. I mean, I'm really excited by this. Um, you know, I, I. Yeah, it's. I mean, I do some Rails work. Um, in the back end of the iDeveloper TV system is all written in Rails, and I'm not sure I'm going to run out and totally replace. Um, you know, my Rails system for this, but you know, just sometimes I'm thinking, oh, you know. To just to be able to keep everything in Objective C, just be able to put some stuff out there remotely, even just for some simple storage requirements on a few things later on. This is this I could just I'm really excited. Um, if you guys can genuinely make this work, I think it's going to be absolutely great. 
Yeah. Hope so. Thank 15th you. of December, you, you can have it locally, and then we will see how it goes on. Excellent. John, <laughs> you, you got any final thing you want to just put, put in there, John? Otherwise, we'll do no. the sort of wrap-up. It's the same thing. I, I will say I will make my last offer that the first 20 people who are paying customers will get a, a 750 milliliter bottle of Echt Kalnischwasser. <laughs> <laughs> no, no can can I make – will you will you beat that promise? <laughs> it's on tape so there okay uh, right um, Christian uh, I mean thank you very much uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity now for you to tell people uh, your twitter name your app.net name if you have one uh, a blog or any website um, that you would like them to go to obviously the objective cloud website will be in the show notes as well um, so we'll start with you Christian yeah my twitter handle is coco pimper um, <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> I was uh, young when I uh, uh, registered this handle. So, um, uh, Coco Pimper, uh, I'm not on app.net right now, but uh, I'm planning to do so. Um, my website, my personal website is uh, Christian uh, minus Kindler, K A K I E N L E dot D E. And yeah. I mean, okay. My Twitter name is Cocoding, like Coco uh, and Ding. Um, and uh, Christian, didn't we start a, a Twitter account for that project? We did. Uh, yes, I, I think it's Objective Cloud uh, at Twitter. Yeah, uh, maybe we can put this in the show notes as well. Yeah. Uh, Scott, um, yes. And my email address is very difficult because my name is very difficult. I will type it in Skype. Armin at objectivecloud.com. Oh, yeah, I have an Armin account. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can this, use this one. This is indeed uh, very much easier. Yeah, you guys are such engineers. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, we'll make sure those details go in the show notes. John, tell us yours. I'm John Fox. You can find out all about my product, MemoryMiner, at MemoryMiner.com. There's a blog with some fairly fun posts up there, MemoryMiner.com slash blog. You can follow me on Twitter as Jembe, D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. Okay, my name is Scotty. You can follow me on Twitter personally as MacDevNet. You can follow the stuff we do here at iDeveloper TV by following iDeveloper TV. Um talking of blogs the Isle of Developer TV blog um, that we've been trying to get up and running with lots of guest authors and everything we're now up and running we're running a couple of weeks we release two articles a week um, at the moment maybe we'll scale that up a little bit later on so two high quality articles um, every single week so go check that out at iDevelopertv.tv slash blog and subscribe to the RSS feed and get all the lovely juicy goodness right it's been real fun tonight guys you guys I think um, you're doing some great engineering there equally you know, you've been great fun with us and uh, laughed at our terrible jokes and our terrible accusations and been really polite and uh, we thank you for that it's been one of them uh, you know, it's been a real fun show I've had a really great time so thank you very much for coming on John it's been a pleasure as always chat, oh, thank you Scotty chat room you are awesome because you're just there and you ignore us and you just do your own thing every week <laughs> Yes. It's, it's it's just amazing to watch the things that you do that totally have no relevance to us at all uh, and, we, and we love you for it so everyone else out there on the feeds as well thank you very much for listening until next time you take care 